Well, markets are bouncing back today with rises in US equities, with the exception of stocks that rallied following uh, action by the Reddit rebels who thought it would be fun to run up selected share prices to upset hedge funds. Uh, we'll look at that as today, as well as what was said in the Fed press conference yesterday. What US data is telling us about the speed of the recovery over there and NAB's weekly consumer data as well. How is the domestic economy tracking? It's Friday, the 29th of January, 2021. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, equities have bounced back in the US. Well, most equities have bounced back. Some have had a mighty fall. We'll come to that soon. But a 1.9% rise in the Dow, over 2% for the S&P 500, 1.7% for the NASDAQ. The Eurostoxx 50 up just 0.6%. We've had a 0.6% fall in the FTSE 100. The US dollar is down a little today. Not much, though. The the pound is up 0.4%, about the same for the Aussie. The euro is up about 0.2%. No real big movement in currencies. It's all in equities and a, a bit more action in bonds as well with 10-year treasuries up five basis points to 1.07%, and WCI crude down 0.9%. And welcome back, David DeGarris, Director of Economics for Markets, based in London, but trapped in Melbourne at the moment for a little while, I suspect. He hasn't got back from his uh, Christmas break. I know where I'd rather be right now, Dave, locked down in a flat in London (laughs) or enjoying the sunshine in Melbourne. So I don't blame you for hanging on for a bit longer. Hi there, Phil. It's really good to be back. Um, And uh, as you say... Uh, trapped would be one word in Melbourne, but uh, there are a lot worse places to be, be, that's for sure. It's not exactly prison, is it? Now, look, what's changed between yesterday and today? Yesterday, it was risk off, uh, a bit of a sell-off happening. Today, it's the opposite. And, you know, a big part of this, the uh, let's call them the Reddit rebels, the the, the people who've been using apps like Robinhood, created all that volatility. Robin Hood has yeah. now stopped people investing in eight companies, including GameStop, which incidentally owns EB Games yes. in Australia as one of their subsidiaries. Their share price increased sevenfold this week. I mean, these are staggering, aren't they? Fiftienfold this year. Yeah. And basically, what's been happening? Uh, you tell me if there's any more to it than this, but basically, Reddit users have seen it as a as a bit of a game to show how much they can manip- manipulate the markets, and that's what they've been doing. Yeah, well, it's been pretty much couched, Phil, as. Um Wall Street versus Main Street, or Main Street versus Wall Street, if you want to put it that way. So, um, you know, the story really uh, this year, which wasn't around at the end of last year, is this story of Reddit and Robin Hood really um, taking on Wall Street and um, short squeezes on some of the, the stocks like GameStop and um, AMC Entertainment and so forth. So, and, um, you know, we did see uh, risk off uh, yesterday and earlier this week. I mean, it, what a week it's been, Phil. I mean, the start of the week, you're talking about, you know, lofty asset valuations. Was the Fed going to be talking about tapering? And we'll come to that in a minute. Um, and then uh, in the last couple of days, it's all about, you know, uh, stocks coming off, uh, risk off. And here we are today, S&P and the NASDAQ and Dow are all up, you know, in the vicinity of 2% today. So, it's all pretty much about that GameStop, which seemed to turn sentiment and, um, you know, brokerages limiting, um, you know, limiting trade in, um, in, um, you know, GameStop and so yeah. forth, well, uh, which, is, which has turned things around today. So we're going to see, I mean, those hedge funds that, funds that have been caught short, I mean, uh, they're obviously having to sell off a lot of other stocks now to try and recover their losses. Yes. But are we going to see some, some of them go to the wall? I mean, you'd, you'd think so looking at some of these numbers, wouldn't you? Well, well let, let, let's, let's just see on that. But we've certainly seen a big turnaround today. There's no doubt about that. And um, it's mm. interesting that um, while, while uh, there were those announcements about uh, stock trading, 
uh, seem to have taken their interest in um, things like silver today. So, you know, silver's had a very ex- mm. exceptional run today. That was up what I uh, was just checking before, up 2.4%. And, you know, if you go back long enough in time, you've seen the same thing, thing happen in currency markets today, you know, back to the George Soros times, in you know, in the early 1990s. But, you know, with stocks turning around today, we've seen the Aussie, which was, you know, testing below 76 cents. We're back in the... Um, in the high 76s again now today. So it's sort of risk back on. So it's really been a day of two halves, no doubt about that. So do you think, I mean, this could be an opportunity for the new administration to uh, say, well, okay, that's it. We need more regulation for the finance sector. We can't have this sort of thing happening. Well, there is always that potential, isn't it? Um, You know, it's all about short selling and now a short squeeze. And there are other people say, well, it's just adding more depth to the market you know, is it is it adding volatility to the market? You know, should it be banned? But you know, the mar- the market is the market. But um, I guess you know the the current administration is a somewhat different complexion from the the previous one. So I'm sure the the SEC and others have certainly got it under their gaze right now. And is it literally just people? Uh, I mean, you say it's Wall Street versus Main Street. But it's not really Main Street, is it? It's just it's just a few people in their bedrooms with uh, uh, thinking thinking it's going to be a bit of fun to try and uh, bring the markets down. Well, is that it? Is it or is there more serious money behind this? I think, you know, if you read between the lines, I think there is some serious money behind, you know, the, the ostensible Main Street buying. So, and you look at the volumes of some of the, you know, like GameStop, um, you know, the, the volumes that have been traded, it's more than just, um, some little, some kids in, you know, in a garage, uh, trading in these stocks. So I think, you know, the word is that, you know, there is, you know, some serious money behind that and behind the, um, the Main Street buying as well. well. Wall Street versus Wall Street, perhaps, as well, a bit in there. Now, look, uh, yeah. a little bit, th- th- all of that is a bit more exciting than talking about the Fed yesterday, which, uh, let's <laughs> let's be honest, was, wasn't at all exciting. We published the podcast yesterday uh, yeah. after the Fed made their announcement that yes. they were doing nothing, uh, but before the press conference uh, in which Jerome Powell uh, basically said, yeah, that's right, we really are doing nothing. Uh, and, uh, t- I mean, all he did was, Talk down the the prospect of uh, you know of tapering of yes. asset purchases later yes. this year. I mean, he's but this has been said so many times. It's not happening. How many times do you have to say to people it's not yeah, going to happen? I think um, obviously one more time until the next press conference, anyway. But um, you know, he, the, he uh, finance journalists were trying to pin him down on you know were they thinking of tapering? What did he think about you know lofty asset valuations? Were they concerned about that? He spoke about financial stability, he described those risks as moderate. Um, you know, his focus on the economy and 10 million people still out of work. So that's their, that's their main focus. So tapering is not even on their mind. I mean, you cast your mind back to last year, they were trying to pin him on, you know, whether they're thinking of increasing interest mm. rates. And what was it? He was, wasn't even thinking, thinking about, about yeah. thinking about. Yeah. So. It was pretty much that sort well, of Well, and you want to see things improving anyway, and it doesn't look like they are, does it really? Absolutely. US GDP in Q4 was a little softer than anticipated, just 4% growth in the quarter, which means mm. a 3.5% decline for the full year, which is a, a little worse than the IMF before forecasting in, in October for the United States. But I, have I got this wrong? The Atlanta Fed GDP forecast yes. was, uh, was saying 7.5% for yes. Q4. That's a bit out, isn't it? Yes, it is a bit out. Um I think, you know, when we look at the headline, um, you know, 4% in other times would have been seen as a, as a pretty good result. And it did follow that, um, you know, that big, um, big growth in the, in the previous quarter. But I think 
the story here, Phil, is, you know, the slowing pace of consumption through the quarter. So you had the, the hit from the pandemic in Q2, the big bounce back in Q3, you know, then the infection started to rise again and consumption, particularly consumption of services, really started to tail off. So it looks like, you know, a week into the first quarter of this year and then we're going to have this further sawtooth pattern, but infection now starting to come off, vaccinations being rolled out. So I think that's that's the story. I mean, it's a bit of history about what's been happening, but I think the market right now is focusing on infection numbers, vaccination, vaccination rollout, you know, and the the economic read through from that into mid year, and most are expecting that second half of this this year will be much brighter. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like things are improving a little bit, even though, as you say, infection numbers are still very high. So, the weekly jobless initial jobless claims last week were down on the the week before. So that's sort of that sort of good yeah. news. We saw new home sales uh, back up a little bit as well. So small signs there that things are heading in the right direction. I I, I watched an interview with uh, Brian Moynihan, the uh, Bank of America chairman uh, uh-huh. today saying spending on cards and money taken out of teller machines is eight or nine percent up so yes. far this year over the same period last year. So yes. you know he's saying that there's there's pent up savings and people already are starting to dip into them. Yes, yes, and and moreover, those six hundred dollar checks have, have gone out now in January, so that will support spending. But hasn't that been the pattern almost worldwide? People been spending more on housing-related um, expenditure, working from home. And, of course, we know in the US and in other domains, you know, fiscal policy has been supporting household savings, right? So there has been the wherewithal to do that spending to support uh, support consumption, even though, you know, services and holiday travel has all been impaired. But um, spending on the home, you know, that's that's been a different story and that's certainly been a big story in Australia as well. Yeah, well, we get personal spending for December, uh, perhaps is old news uh, uh, we do. for the United States today. Also, the PCE deflators today. Are we really worried too much about inflation right now? I don't think so. No, no. It's more about the you know what, what's going to happen with the trajectory of the uh, of the, yeah, the coronavirus. Yeah. Of course. and uh, University of Michigan consumer sentiment as well. But look, uh, NAB's own figures for Australia uh, when it comes to spending make interesting reading, don't they? For the week ending, because because we're producing them week by week now. For the week ending the twenty third of January. Consumption up 0.7% year on year. That is pretty good, isn't it? Considering year on year, considering this time last year, we hadn't, well, we'd just about heard of COVID-19 for the first time. We had no idea what it was going to do to the world. <laughs> yeah, certainly certainly right. Not only consumption up 0.7, but uh, retail up 8%, Phil. So areas like hardware, mm. electrical, um, floor covering, household goods. Yeah, exactly. Back yeah. to the house. And we've seen that. Haven't we in some of the company results? Bunnings, JB Hi-Fi, uh, all those sorts of names here locally. Even department stores and clothing sales up as well. And against, you know, um, airline travel way, way down, travel agents really struggling. So it's a very split uh, story. But overall, consumer spending has been good. So the Australian story has been remarkable. We saw that with the uh, the most recent labour market figures. Too. Well, that gives you hope, doesn't it? If you're not in those sectors that are doing well, at least people are spending so they do have the money. So when, when things do kick back up, when people can travel again, you'd hope that things will bounce back as quickly as they have in those other sectors. I, I, I think so. It's just going to take a little bit of time. But... Um, mm. Certainly a lot more hope now than there was, you know, three to six months ago. But also, I mean, the, the other thing that we're seeing, though, is, that, you know, a lot of this bounce back is happening in the corporates. I mean, the, the question is going to be, isn't it, um, 
you know, what's going to happen with the smaller players? I suspect this is going to be the story the world over, isn't it? The big companies will survive. It's the smaller companies that are hurting. Yes, yes, that's often the way, isn't it? That was one thing that Powell was talking about, you know, making sure it's an inclusive recovery, you know. So the labour market improvement does flow through to the man on the street so people get jobs, you know, in all sorts of sectors, and that just takes a long period of time. So hence no tapering for the for, yeah, for but he can't do a lot, can he, in terms of uh, the, 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 the segment split? No, he you know? can't. No, no. We're expecting yeah. a lot from monetary policy, absolutely. It's all yeah. about the pandemic, isn't it? Well, look, uh, today, French and German Q4 GDP, that won't be uh, pretty, will it? But I mean, that, that you know, it's the vaccine story, really, that's going to determine where we head next. So that's probably a piece, yep. of, piece of history as well, really. Yep. Uh, other yep. than that, yep. it's great to have you back on, Dave. Good to hear your voice again. It's great to be back, Phil. And uh, good to talk to you. We'll catch you again very soon. Thank you. Will do. Cheers. There we are. The team is all back together again, even though we are all back together again in different parts of the world. That's it for the morning call for this week. Back again on Monday morning. Have a great weekend. I'm Phil Dobby for NAB. I'll see you next week.